Hi, this is John, the host of Shattercast. If you clicked on this video, this is actually the second part of our uh, podcast about Star Wars. So if you haven't seen the first part, there's going to be a link somewhere. If you're if you're listening to this as a podcast, it's going to be in a different place. And if you're on YouTube, it's going to be in a different place. But I trust you because you made it to this podcast. You're going to know where that link is. It's going to be in the just the place that makes the most sense. Because there's a lot of places to list. But I trust you. You're intelligent because you watch our Shattercast podcast. Is that presumptuous? I don't know. But if you haven't seen the first part, click on that link. Watch the first part of the video. We love Star Wars. We're really excited about this content. Enjoy the video that you are about to see. Let's move away from lies and fears. Perhaps it's time to That's why I'm happy, or here's what I'm excited about. Um, I feel like we didn't learn a lot from the teaser trailer, but I'm excited that we're about to land this TIE fire. Like, I'm, I want to know how they're going to end this trilogy. We had some bumps along the way. Um, the second kind of movie in this trilogy kind of split the fan base, uh, episode eight. So I'm just curious what they're going to do with these characters. I really like Ray. I really like Finn. Um, I enjoyed them in episode seven, episode eight again. What about, what about Poe? What about Poe? I like Poe. Okay, okay. okay. Good. Then good. Good. I'm happy. He likes like the three Poe. of those. I'm yeah. sure that we get our so, Poe fans. I'm just curious what's going to happen to them. So I'm Poe excited boys. that hopefully we'll be able to see that in episode nine. Uh, I'm just curious where they're going with the story and how they're going to end it. So, Along the yeah. same lines, like I'm curious because they, uh, I don't know who they, I mean, the theories out there <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> uh, have said when, when Carrie Fisher passed away, um, there was talk about what are they going to do with episode nine? Because supposedly episode seven was very heavily uh, about Han. Episode nine, uh, eight was very heavily about Luke. And mm-hmm. supposedly episode nine was going to be very heavily about Leia. And you do yeah, see Leia that, yeah. in the teaser. Yeah, which is really um, cool. But it makes me wonder, like, did they actually continue with sort of that trend? I don't know if that was an official thing or not. Mm-hmm. Um or are they going to have to, like, change things yeah. um, based off of real They life? might have to do a little bit of both. I think I, I heard think so. they had a few extra scenes of her that they have filmed. Um, so I'm sure there's yeah. going to be some splicing here or there. I feel like <clears throat> I, I was also, and this is going to get to your point, um, I was excited to see Lando in there. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it's really cool. I feel like Episode 7 miss, unfortunately bringing back the original cast all together. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, again, Carrie they Fisher close passed away. They got close to it, but they didn't have everyone there. And so, unfortunately, Carrie passed away. So we've, we've missed that. But just seeing Lando there, hopefully they'll, they'll even do something where even CGI, I don't know, as long as they do it tastefully, where we can kind of have a little bit of a closure there. Um, if, the yeah, scene, if the scene with her and Ray... Uh, wasn't one of those that was already filmed. It was a good looking scene. Then yeah. they have come a long way, even just from, uh, was it Rogue One where we saw Tarkin? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. And, and then Tarkin, Tarkin, like Tarkin was good, but yeah. it was also kind of creepy. Yeah. Like it was it was right on there on with the Uncanny Valley. It was like right yeah. on the cusp of that. Yeah. But if this is the same tech and, and not something they already shot, then they've come a long way in well, just a few years. Yeah, and also in Rogue One at the end with sort of the weird mix of, a young actress and old 
uh, oh, yeah, getting, of getting young the, the Leia. Fake young Leia. Yeah. yeah, that was weird too. <laughs> fake young Leia's back so, in the new Star Wars movie. Flea. Flea. <laughs> also oh my, my rapper name. Flea, Flea. Flea. Flea, wow. So we want well, to expand work. a little bit, talk about just Star Wars universe. We kind of did yeah, this we point. Did. <laughs> Here's my issue with, with what? what's been going on recently. Disney, when they brought uh, the rights to Star Wars, I don't understand how they did not have the trilogy planned out, story-wise. Um, for Episode Eight to be such a departure from what Episode Seven was, like I, to me, doesn't make any sense. Uh, I wish they had sat down the room, figure out here's our story beats for all three movies of this trilogy, because then I think it would have been it would have flowed together a little bit better. So mm-hmm. again, that's why I'm curious to see what they're going to do in Episode Nine to try to tie this thing and wrap this thing up. Well, so, uh, what do you guys think? I think there's a chance that they may have mapped it out. It just may not have been the best map in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's I mean, there's because like. My like own you like point of it is that they had a very rough plan for each movie, and they said, "Okay, now now like let's just fill in the blanks." And mm-hmm. I think that's and like that's like the mistake is like they started because I think with like you know there are some plot points like raise mom, mom and dad if they're going to come back again. There's some things that I don't really know if that was really planned out from the start. If they really cared about that going, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and I think that. When we watch this movie, then I'll, then I'll, I'll be curious how safe they play things, mm-hmm. you know, because they took a lot, yeah. l- lot of risk with the last movie they made. Yeah. Well, so. looking at the trailer, and you even mentioned this before with kind of getting back to that nostalgia with Lando, mm-hmm. it feels like nine, they're going to heavily go back to, hey, uh, the fans pretty much universally enjoyed seven. It was very divisive when they did eight. And in nine, the trailer feels like they're scrambling to get back to seven uh-huh. with yeah. at least with the nostalgia factor. Cause yeah. they're like, okay, we need to, we need to bring some of the original cast back and do something that the fans are going to love. Cause we need to end. Well, I was, I was reading an article before we started recording that uh, Disney is taking a break from the main saga after episode nine. They're, they're not going to be making episode 10 if they make episode 10 ever for a while. Yeah. yeah. Cause they're focusing on uh, the rogue one series that is coming to Disney plus, which uh, Alan Tudyk K2SO is going to be in it. I love it because mm-hmm. I like Alan Tudyk a lot. And Congratulations, I, you've I been rescued. <laughs> this is a rescue. It's like, oh god. Um, <laughs> he was just—he was great. I really enjoyed him in Rogue One. Um, but but so they're focusing on that. They've got you—you you were talking about they got the Mandalorian uh, saga coming. Uh, they've got the reboot of of uh, or at least the restart or something with the Clone Wars show. It's not really a reboot, but it's we got Clone Wars content coming. Um, and we've got uh, there's. Uh, Oh, there's some, something else I'm forgetting. Another, Another movie. Another origin well, story, I think. I guess we'll see because we look at the solo film and that was supposed to launch a bunch of our movies. And because it flopped, they dropped a lot of their plans. So I it think that right because- now with... All the stuff that you're saying, it was Star Wars fans are some of the most fickle fans of any universe. It was not a bad movie, but if you look at the money it made, and the reality is, these people got to look at their time and their investment, and it did not hit what they need to hit. I I don't believe. And the issue is, is that I think when it comes to all these spinoffs, what you're saying, I think that they're just we're putting out feelers right now. I'm sure they don't have scripts for every one of these things yet. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure right now they're putting out theories. They're saying, well, let's just see what the people want. Yeah. And then they'll carry that series. But I don't see them carrying it. Brought to you by forgetting to mute a computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's his computer, but it was my fault. So I'll own oh. it. 
Okay. It's, <laughs> it's going to be great when we find out that the mics didn't pick that up. And everyone's going to be like, are you hallucinating? I think we'll just put it in, in yes. our post. We'll yeah. just put the sound on their post for <laughs> joke to make sense. We'll keep going. I, I think the issue with Solo real fast is, back to my point with episode eight and seven, I think they didn't plan it out. I think a lot of Solo's issues was they reshot a lot of it, which drove up the cost, which made yeah. it less profitable. It's like 80% of the movie they reshot, I think. Something crazy amount. It's a crazy number. Here's just my point. Um, I think when you're doing something as loved as Star Wars, you can take some risks. You can introduce some crazy new characters. That's fine. Just have an idea of where you're going. Mm -hmm. And I think when Disney is like him and Han with different things, and, and I'm, I'm sure there's more details behind this, but when you're changing directors, when you're going this direction, but flipping this way, it, it makes the story hard to follow, and it makes the fans hard to know, like, should I be excited about this mm -hmm. or not, or where is this going? Um, so again, I, I just think they should have a rope plan. They can leave some areas in there to adjust, but Stick to it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, well, I think. I, yeah, sorry, go on. I was just gonna say, I think that that's a good point. It's it's applicable to life because you know what should we do when we don't know what to do? You know, uh, growing up, there is a, a phrase I heard a lot in my home, so I assumed a lot of people heard it who grew up in the church, but found out as an adult, not necessarily. Um, but I heard a lot growing up. Uh, my parents say, "God can't steer a parked car," basically saying you should be doing something, and He will direct you. Uh, and what I've learned as an adult is God specializes in parked cars. Um, if you read the Old Testament at all, what do the prophets do when they don't know what to do? Make the last Jedi. No, they <laughs> shots fired. That, that, they they sit and wait on the Lord, and they wait for direction. They realize that sometimes it's okay to not do anything because it's better than doing the wrong thing or the thing that God doesn't want you to do. And so being able to be patient and sit and wait is an important thing. And it's hard for a company, Disney and other companies, uh, they're for profit. They exist to make money. So, so you know, I kind of get a little meh when people complain about a sequel because it's a cash grab. I was like, well, every movie is a cash grab because otherwise they go out of business and you get zero movies, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and so it's like, yeah, they're, they're greedy, but also like they need money to survive because that's what they are. They're a business. Um, and so they, they kind of jump on things sometimes a little too soon. Um, but as individuals, more often than not, we have the opportunity to not jump on something too soon if we're willing to just wait and be a little bit patient. And as a Christian, being able to uh, get in the word and pray and wait and see, okay, so there's this guy out there who made the universe, right? Maybe he has something that, that would be good for me to know before I make this drastic life decision. Um, and maybe it's worth giving him a few minutes uh, and waiting to see what he has to say. Yeah. Sounds good. If you guys got anything. I think yeah. that ties back into what I'm sort of expecting for um, Rise of Skywalker is that Rey is going to sort of receive the training that she didn't quite get um, from Luke through this voice or force ghost sort of thing mm -hmm. that Luke is, is doing in the teaser. And supposedly from other people, I mean, he hints that no one has ever really gone. I don't know if that was solely because of him and Palpatine, but it could be other mm -hmm. people as well. But more so what I was getting at was the fact that, you know, they discover things that are from the dark past of the Jedi, you know, 
the dealing with Palpatine, dealing with Darth Vader and the Death Star, like all these different things that have sort of caught up to them that they've tried to sort of bury. Yep. And Ray is is having to sort of deal with it, but she's not doing it alone. She's leaning on the wisdom and the the guidance of Luke. And I think you can apply that to our lives as, as Christians where um, we're not necessarily leaning on like an elder or something, but we are leaning on God in those circumstances when um, the devil tries to remind us of this past uh, the things in our past that we probably want to forget, the things that we've already given to God that we've set aside. Um, but there's still those times, I know definitely for me, that uh, I'm reminded of those things and I have to turn to God in those circumstances and and look for His guidance in facing those situations, I guess. That's that's the word I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> Good point. Do you guys have any other faith points? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like in the trailer there where Luke says, like, there's no one that's truly gone. I think mm-hmm. that it was kind of funny because there was this one pastor that, that came to a church that I go like to once a month or so. There's there's like there's like my main church and there's this one. And um, <clears throat> he was saying that the Lord put on his heart to think of like a long-term plan. And this guy likes to plan. So he actually started from viewing himself in like the throne room of God. And mm. I said, what do I want to look like in that throne room? And then he marked his plan back <laughs> and say, how, you know, so how can I help grow the kingdom? What is X, Y, Z? Whatever God wants me to do at this stage of my life, how can I do it? And I think there's times when like this world, it kind of has this view like point that, when you die, it's just like this cut to black and that's kind of it. Um, as yeah. Christians, we obviously believe that's not it. And the breath of God never go goes out void. And yeah. each one of us has been breathed into this planet. <laughs> so the breath has to go somewhere. So either it goes back to God, which means that we're saved and we, and we pass through the door of Christ, or it goes out to the place where God is not at, which is mm-hmm. hell, you know? And the truth of the matter is like, that's kind of the scary truth, but it's like there like is some truth in that real or that there's no one that's just that's just gone to just this black place and there's nothing there. Either they're in heaven or they're in hell, and that's just how raw it is. I mean, that's what you know, that's just how real it gets. Um, and I'm sure that movie will not be showing that part of it, but I think that that's just something interesting. At least when I like picked it up as a Christian, that was kind of faith point that I kind of thought of. That was like, well, you know, just to remind to, to remind ourselves of this world that we're in we are only on earth for such a short time and we can view it as like a trial period whatever whatever however you want to view that um like paired to where we're going to spend eternity our 90 to 110 years of life is a very short short period and so it's like yeah. wow like <laughs> yeah. i should think for the long term the super long term <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's good. Got anything else, Derek? Uh, yeah, just the point I mentioned before. Um, I think Disney got themselves into a little bit of a DC issue where DC uh, were making movies and they're trying to tie them all to this connected universe and it wasn't working. <laughs> and so they're like trying to reset. And for Disney and Star Wars, like, I hope they succeed. I hope they keep making movies. Uh, this is a beloved series. But again, 
Um, Jesus says something interesting about following him. He says, before you start following me, count the costs. Like, know what I'm calling you to do. Um, He goes on to say in Luke that, do we build a tower and not see if we have enough money for it? Does the king go to war with not seeing if they have enough troops? He's like, sit down and count the costs. And hopefully we will all decide, yes, following Jesus is worth it. There's a price we pay. Sometimes people aren't excited about the choices we make when we're following God. Um, but at the end of the day, we've counted the cost. Yes, this is worth it. And so for Disney, um, when they acquired the Star Wars license, you know, it, it, did they really count the cost, not just money-wise? Like, hey, what resources is this going to take, and where yeah. are we going with this story? And so just, again, in our own lives, like, I hope, uh, like you were saying, John, sometimes we're so fast to do stuff. Like, when we have a big decision before us, you know, where it's going to school or who we date, some of these decisions might affect us for the rest of our life. So I hope that we sit down and take time to count the cost, to really uh, talk to people that we trust, to really get wise advice, um, to have a game plan. And that game plan can change. You know, we, we don't know how life is going to play off. It, nine out of ten times it will change. But if you have a direction that you're following, um, you will at least stay on that path. And so... Hopefully, also people are saying, "Hey, do I really want to follow God?" And, and that's ultimately the biggest decision we can make. And hopefully, the answer is yes. Uh, so, just bringing it back to Star Wars, you know, hopefully Disney is course correcting. Hopefully, Episode Nine would go really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully, they're sitting down like, "What do we want this franchise to look like, and how do we want to end?" So, yeah, that's good. I mean, when you're on an airplane and you find out that this is your like pilot's first official flight with this airline they're they're fresh out of school and this is the first time that they officially have the controls of a commercial aircraft right you might be terrified if you find that out which hopefully you never do but you don't want the pilot to fail right i don't just because we've been disappointed with things in seven and eight or the prequels or even the original trilogy even though there have been stumbling blocks along the way we don't want episode nine to bomb we want it to be successful. I want to walk out of that theater and go, that was an awesome movie. Incredible. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I really want. And so, uh, you know, going back to the subtitle conversation, Rise of Skywalker, I think one of the things we need to remember is George Lucas, from the beginning, said the Star Wars saga is about Anakin. It's about Anakin. The entire thing is about Anakin. So the sequel trilogy hasn't really gone back to Anakin except for looking at Vader's old melted mask. But now we have Palpatine in the trailer. And uh, Kylo was saying, I'll finish what you started. Finish what you started, exactly. So I think what we're going to see in this movie is hearkening back to the story of Anakin. And I think Rise of Skywalker, it might refer to Anakin. It might refer, we might find out about Rey or or Kylo because, again, he's Leia's uh, child as much as Han's. But... I think it might be talking about the Skywalker family because everything we've seen in the main saga of Star Wars, it, it, all of it centers around the family of the family. Skywalker. Yeah, it's, it's basically Godfather <laughs> in space, right? Um, <laughs> yep. And so I think that is what we need to remember. George Lucas said it's all about Anakin. And I know that, you know, it's Disney's, but expanding from that, I think Rise of Skywalker, I don't think it's going to end up being one person. I think that it's talking about the family. Um, so that's all I got. Thank you all. Great discussion. Thank you. That's all I had to say. You're welcome. I just had to go in. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank you, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great morning, evening, afternoon, night, whatever it is you got. Oh. May the and force I be with you. Always. <laughs> Live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And Joel needs to leave the table now. Okay. Okay. Farewell, my friends. <laughs>